From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Brian. And this is the best beer show on the internet. Yes. I feel like I'm loud. Yeah. Maybe a little bit. I don't know. I think it's just my headphones. You're always loud. You're always loud. <laughs> That's what people like to say to me all the time. I know. That's kind of why I said it. Casey, you're so loud. <laughs> and that wow, you're so Well, before we get too deep here, I want to give a big shout out to the American Homebrewers Association. They do a lot of support homebrewing and homebrewers, and now they support us. During the AHA, we'll give you discounts at homebrew shops and select tap rooms, as well as give you access to the fantastic Zymergy magazine. Go click on the furrow link above our homepage and join today. Also, I want to give a big shout out to our patrons, specifically our Black Belt patrons, Andy Thompson, Bjorn Bjornson, Tyler Romanski, Hoppenbrell Brewing, Brian Bryanson, Devin Stinson, Phil Feldman, and Dakota West. Dakota. Dakota. Uh, if you'd like to become a patron, uh, head over to patreon.com slash studios. And if you'd like uh, me to read more names like yours, uh, become a Black Belt patron today. Um, and then you can also find that link at blindnessstudios.com. Scroll down to the bottom of our homepage, and you'll see the patron link. Uh, while you're there, go ahead and check out our store link at blindnessstudios.com or teespring.com slash store blindnessstudios. All right. Brian. Yes. It's been a minute, man. How you been? Awesome. Uh, very busy, obviously. Um, Spring Valley Brewery is, uh, we've got a date set in stone now. And Ooh. I think we announced that on the um, Hop and Barrel uh, Happy Hop Hour. Hop and Barrel Happy Hour. If you guys listen to other blind industries. That is uh, November 20th? Correct. Yeah, there'll be a, uh, like a kind of a soft opening like midweek um, just to kind of poke holes in the system and, you know, see. We'll spread the word around. The word will get around quick in that I'm, town. I'm very bummed that I will not be to make it but you are in i uh that day i will be in puerto rico oh, that's right either florida or puerto rico i knew yep. it was yeah i'll be uh, i'll actually be diving that day it'll be a good day for me nice i'll be underwater at some point oh, well you know, cheers us underwater then yeah but yeah no bubbles. just bloop, bloop. roll busy nothing super crazy or whatever uh, beer related uh, i've been getting a lot of pictures from brewer jason paul uh he's crafted some fine beers uh for down there uh, we're doing kind of a, um, uh, what do we call it? A uh, We're calling it um, like a mixology type of beer. So it's just like a very like like bland base. And then they're going to kind of do some like cocktail uh, influenced beers. <laughs> Something must be popping in the chat. What are you doing? Devin's in the chat. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had sent him, a, I sent Devin a, a snap. A Snapchat of the studio, anyway. So <laughs> he knows we're obviously. Oh uh, yeah, so we're, we're recording this on Halloween. Uh, yeah. So we have a special, like, spooky episode for you. We're going to talk only about hard seltzer because that's the future of beer. Yep. Um, no, that that that's a scary lie. Actually, did I you, you? I read an article the other day because um, you know Jim Cook and Sam Adams are they're a publicly traded company, and so mm-hmm. they have to talk about you know profit and loss and all that kind of thing, and so. They, uh, he said they way, way, way overproduced and overbought uh, their uh, truly seltzer stuff. I heard they're pushing it in Australia now. They've made that move. But uh, apparently there was a big, big time slump um, in the uh, in the seltzer market. Oh, really? Yes, which is interesting. Yeah, beer related. Um, well, I mean, 
I drink at a small townie bar, so I was telling Casey off mic that they usually either set a Budweiser in front of me, a bottle of Budweiser, or a, a silo can of Bush Light. Which That's right. Our spooky uh, commercial calibration this week is going to be mm-hmm. Budweiser. That's why I bring that spooky up. spooky king of beers. That's right. Everything this week is going to be spooky. Gonna, how many more times are you going to do that? I don't know. Until you're, I just, you're just begging for an email from Bjorn. Like, uh-huh. You're begging for it. Always. You know that, right? I'm a masochist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what about you, man? Uh, let's see. Beer related. Um, I uh, I believe I talked about this on the last, or I talked about that on the last episode. I did a big whole brewery hop. Um, but I would like to, uh, it kind of uh, rolls into our discussion topic. Um, but I tried four different candy based like beers at at Brewing Project. Okay. Yeah, um, they're kind of the masters of making some weird... I mean, they're a lot... Yeah, they like, had a Sour Gummies Worm, uh, Sour Gummy Wormed Beer. Mm-hmm. They had a Double Stuffed Oreo uh, Imperial Stout. Oh, my. Which was very nice. I would be very much into that, yeah. Um, they have it at Dick's, if you're... <sighs> I might. Um, and then they had a uh, their, their Butterfinger um, Imperial Stout. And that's another a, candy I actually like. There's not many candies in a Skittles uh, beer. Which, <sighs> I like those too. Yep. Uh, they they have the Skittles and the sour gummy worm and the double stuff at Dick's uh, oh. on DOO. We're going to be trying the sour gummy worms one because uh, I I had the double stuffed at Steve's the other night. So um, yeah, that's that kind of it. Um, and yeah, so today we're going to be talking about um, how to you know. Add Halloween candy into your ales, because you know you're going to be stealing it from your kids anyway. So, <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> they don't need that much sugar. No, they really don't. I was a child once, and I've seen children. They seem terrifying when they're hopped up on sugar. It's bad. And then the crash is even worse. I don't know. That looked kind of funny though. Like, well, at least like Devin's kid with the cookie. Oh God, that was so funny. <laughs> oh, the kid was narked out. Oh, it was so funny. Uh, anywho, I, uh, I saw him. He ate, a, he ate a, like almost an entire funnel cake one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little Grayson, a little mini dev. Alrighty, uh, but let's uh, let's do this commercial calibration. Yeah. Uh, so we are doing the spooky calibration. I'm of holding the can of Budweiser. Budweiser, king of beers. This is a uh, regular Budweiser available worldwide. I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, except probably in that one town in the Czech Republic where they actually make a different Budweiser. Yeah, Budvar. What? So European listeners, maybe hit us up with a, a message. Uh, can you confirm or deny that this is? I've I've had Budweiser in Europe. Is it made in St. Louis though? I don't know. That's what I was wondering if it's it might be a stone thing where it's contracted out, or well, I guess yeah. Stone had their own uh, brewery in Germany for a while, didn't they? Interesting. They did, and that was a a, a giant flop. Apparently, they were. Yeah, it was not great. Blaming construction, and like the German the German way of life, it's apparently too slow. Yeah. Anyway, well, um, yeah. So uh, this is. I mean, it's it's an American light lager. It's one of the like one of the OG. Um, let's see, can can copy. Uh, this is the famous Budweiser beer. We know of no uh, brand produced by any other brewer which costs so much to brew and age. Well, that is a lie. <laughs> um, Your dog caught a fly. 
He's very good at that. Good Lord. Um, our exclusive Beechwood aging process produces a taste, a smoothness, and drinkability you will find in no other beer at any price. Um, I <sighs> Beechwood aging. Well, that's that's uh, that's just beechwood rafts in order to create uh, more surface area for the yeast, isn't it? More substrate, yeah. That's that's my understanding. Um, I, I I have a problem. Like we haven't gotten to the beer yet. We're still in the copy. And <laughs> this sentence: We know of no brand produced by any other brewer which costs so much to brew and age. I just don't fucking believe that at all. Like. This six-pack cost me $6. That's, that's what I'm saying. I, just, I don't believe that. I bought a four-pack of candy beer from Brewing Project for $18. Yeah, that's a little over. Like, I, 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 I proved this wrong with the same purchase. Sure did. So, yeah, I, the, I guess just a quick touch on it then, the, so that these the process of lagering with Beechwood, it, like, literally, it's just more contact area. Uh, oh, uh, Andy Higginbottom uh, in the... Chat uh, says it's available in the UK, uh, brewed under license. Interesting. Thank you, man. Uh, I wonder. I would really like to t- see what it tastes like. It's, you know, well, what's the anecdotal uh, one that I like to throw out there? When Sierra Nevada moved, or they didn't move. They just made a new facility. Oh, in uh, North Carolina? Yeah, and, and the anecdote is that it took them like three months of nonstop brewing to make the... Sierra Nevada Pale Ale tastes the same as it does in Chico. Yeah, which is insane. That I mean, and they're pros. Like they can they can spend all the money in the world on trying to get this to taste exactly the same. So, you know, I mean, as a home brewer, man, like repeatability. I mean, even us at at Hop and Barrel. I mean, Jesus, man, like I'd be a total liar if I said that each batch tastes exactly the same. And you know, when you when you kind of go through the years, you sort of like review your recipes and say, hey, you know, could maybe we eliminate this hop? And, you know, well, like, what, Space Force, we took Galaxy out because it was getting up to be like 40 bucks a pound, which is insane. And so, you know, you take a look at those spider graphs in the hops book and you say, well, is what man- can we Mandarina sub, Bavaria is really readily available, cheaper, tastes the same. I, th- you know, I think the beer tastes even better with that versus Galaxy. Oh, absolutely. So, because Galaxy is kind of hit or miss. All right. Um, well, let's talk about yeah. this beer. Uh, appearance. Uh, straw. Straw. Yellow. Straw, clear. Crystal clear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have the patented beer light on uh, because, well, uh, we have to get our mechanic or our patented <laughs> beer light technician out again to resolve that issue. Do you want but, me to just stand up and turn it on? Yeah, I mean, that'd be great. <laughs> uh... Am I then the technician, or what's the deal? I mean, I feel like you're apprenticing under a real technician, oh but... Oh, God. Who? Carlos? Um, oh, no. Devin's our patented beer light technician. Oh, Devin's very handy. All right. Yep. Straw yellow, uh, clear clear yep. AF. Uh, and um, Andy said, people here only drink it before they know better. Uh, he's from the UK. Yeah. Uh, Andy, uh, here too. Same. Uh, yeah. Unless you're Brian. So... <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the head dissipates very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, no head, no lacing. Um, and the aroma is very sweet. I mean, what little aroma? I get, I get like a sweet there corn. There is, yep. Sweet corn. I think this is rice based though, but. Uh, well, not, not necessarily like, uh, I mean, like not, not sweet corn, but I don't know. I get a corniness. Yeah, there is, uh, it's, it's rice and barley. So I wanted to also, I wanted to bring something up when, remember we were doing the, uh, the I can't remember which beer it was, but then Bjorn was like, "Hey, 
the oh reason, the Stella. Yeah, the Stella. It was it's skunky because they put you know the skunk back in it. Uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, they wanted it to taste the same as we remember it. Like I, I think Heineken yeah. was the one they did. It. I don't Heineken? know if Stella, Stella did. Right? I don't know either, but I was drinking a Modelo at this like little new little Mexican restaurant out in Eau Claire, and they, it was definitely skunked. And I remembered. I mean, I, I just I'm blown away that like Bjorn. I, I just blown, yeah, blown yeah. away by that. Like, oh, here, make it taste bad on purpose. It's yeah, it's <laughs> insane. <laughs> Whatever. Um, uh, you're also being called out for not wearing a costume on Halloween. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. Ooh. <laughs> Who do you think? Devin? Yep. Yeah. Um, Tell that smug bastard to be quiet. I mean, you just did. Yep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, flavor-wise, like... It tastes I, like beer-flavored beer. Well, but, know. like, I don't know. I get... It's it's sweet up front, mm-hmm. and then uh, just kind of, like, falls away into nothing. Yeah. No, Literally. It's it's almost as if I took a sip of water. It's on the front end, like you, you know. A lot of times, you you know the the very back end of your tongue, or the very like couple of seconds or so after you you get sort of some wash on the back. Like mm-hmm. for me, with like really roasty beers, um, the roast it 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 lingers in the back, but this it just goes away. And I don't like I and this this is a problem I have with a lot of like American light lagers is. Um, especially as they start to warm up, they almost get almost like sickly sweet. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. And it's it's almost too sweet for me. I don't. I'm not necessarily getting corn either on this. Like not I, not in the flavor. I was yeah. getting a, a touch in the aroma. Aroma. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. I mean, we keep drinking it. I mean, it's well, it's because that's we have to calibrate. <laughs> and there aren't like normal. There aren't like twelve beers all over the table. I don't know how that's. Oh, it's because we just started. We just started. <laughs> <laughs> oh man some of those times when we will do you know three four episodes they get a little rough there's yeah oh, people listen they do they know <laughs> all right know. um let's uh let's let's dive into this halloween thing so it's halloween and it's all the rage to add non-standard fermentables to beer um i mean everybody's done it even brewers i uh respect and then uh hop and barrel too um you guys uh you guys threw candy hearts in a beer yeah well it was like a beer called double bromance yep because ethan and chad were like really big time chums and justin and i are obviously like weird brothers and so, so I think I, I I thought it would be fun to start with a candy and then build a beer around it and then talk about where in the process we would actually add it in. Jeez. Yeah, I'm it's stupid and fun, and I think it's going to be great. Uh, we're going to start with the most ubiquitous, uh, at least American Halloween candy. <laughs> Get bored of that again, Lando, please. Uh, God damn it. Uh, we're going we're to start with candy corn. Uh, and this is one that should be fairly easy to add to beer because it's essentially just corn syrup. Well, it's corn syrup, sugar, honey, and vanilla. There's what I pulled something up on the internet. But, like, your store-bought candy corn has, like, gelatin and wax and other stuff in it that you don't want in your beer. Um, yeah, but we're going to add the candy corn in, so it's going to be in the beer. Oh, well, I mean, there's a way around it, don't you think? 
You well, so I mean, so you could do a candy corn flavored beer, I guess. Yeah, that's true. But we're talking about adding the candy corn into the beer. That's true. Because that's the constraint I gave you. Sorry. Yeah, I'm pay still reading the damn notes. You asked me if I had read the notes, and yeah. I was like, how can I read the notes when I'm driving? Like, I can't. Well, and then we had a discussion over lunch. Kind of. <laughs> um, all right. <laughs> There's a lot. Right. Um, yeah, so uh, so you, you read the description of the flavor of candy corn, yeah. right? So yeah. corn syrup and vanilla, right? Yeah, so basically, yeah. Immediately, I'm thinking... Either a spice, like, to go with kind of the theme, like a spiced, like, amber, or a, like, some kind of stout. Really? I'm th- I was thinking something more canary, like a Kolsch or a blonde. Oh, like a candy Kolsch? Yeah. Or, like, something not citrusy. I don't, I mean, that wouldn't probably really compliment. Yeah, you, need, you would need, definitely need something malty. Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Kolsch and Blonde, you could make them pretty. Or like, or a wheat beer. A wheat beer could be good. Um, I was thinking, so the only reason I went spiced is because it gives you more things to hide behind. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, it's not wrong. Uh, I do like the idea of a candy corn uh, Kolsch, though. Though yeah. the, the, uh, the whole, like, acronym around that gets a little... Gets a little funky, but yeah. Oh, oh my, yeah. <laughs> God, a little dog whistly. Gee whiz. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so this is, candy is mostly sugar. What, what if we do a candy corn blonde? Yeah, that's. I didn't. I say that. You blonde? said Kolsch. Well, I said Kolsch blonde wheat. Okay, I like blonde. Let's do a blonde. Okay, let's do it. Okay, we'll do a blonde ale. Do a candy Kolsch blonde. Um. All right. So where are we adding this candy corn in? Like so, it's it's mostly sugar, like you were saying. Well, we gotta add it in the boil. You think so? Yeah. What if we like? Could we could we like grind the candy corn into a powder and then? No, because it's made of wax and gelatin and shit. Like that's it's true. We, gonna, we do have to boil that. You one, you we? might as well just like roll it up into a ball, like and then. You can't roll it up into a ball. You have to cut it into little tiny pieces. Yeah, that's true. If you roll it up into a ball, you're gonna end up with just caramelized candy corn at the bottom of your kettle. And that would be a pain in the ass for your intern to clean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who, do you have an intern when you homebrew? I'm working on it. Well, whatever. I mean, if I could get somebody to, if I could get a brewing intern, I'd brew way more. I'm sure you would. <laughs> so, Blondale, what are we talking about here? So, we're probably talking about some two-row, of course. Probably the bulk of it. I was, well, I was thinking, so if we're, uh, like, doing that, do a, s- a blend of split. two and six. Two and six. Two oh. and six row, yeah. Okay, okay. So what do, we, what do you think, 80, 80%? 40 and 40? Yeah, I think so. And then maybe probably looking at some wheat malt. For a little bit of that head retention. Cause, well, so that's, well the, so that's the other thing. We're going to need to add something in because of the additives in the candy is going to kill head. So we need to add something to boost that. So probably some chit malt. Carapils or chit. And then um, I was thinking uh, drop some uh, crystal ten in there. Oh. Um, for a little color? The chat is suggesting reducing it down into a syrup before adding it in. Okay. Okay. That Could might you, work. Okay. Yeah. Get then better distribution. That That's true. Then add it in very slowly and stir a whole bunch so you don't scorch. Yeah. That's a, actually a really good idea. Mm-hmm. Whose idea was that? Mrs. Stinson's. <laughs> Rose is in the chat. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I 
like Mrs. Stinson. She's a nice lady. All right. Uh, so yeah, we're probably talking like 80-ish percent, uh, or well, 40 and 40, right? Yep. So I don't know what it'll be, 80. And then maybe like 10% wheat malt. And then like maybe 5% crystal, 10. Yeah, I mean, so what what are we getting with the wheat that we wouldn't get with, like, what are we getting with the wheat? Are we looking for, like, that sweetness? Are we looking, like... A little more body and, more and body? flavor. Okay. And I think... But what, wouldn't we be getting that with the chit? Do we need both? Uh, I I think so, yeah. Okay. I do. Why? I don't know. I just, I think, I think I'm reverting back to, like... Uh-uh. <laughs> uh buddy... I think I'm reverting back to like whatever is in my mind what a classic Blondale recipe is, and I just okay. I pulled up one that I'm that I've made a whole bunch of times. I don't know. We don't have to do wheat. I I'm just I I was trying to figure out like the, the you can you it. can bargain with me on the I, I just I, body and then flavor wise I, I, but honestly when we because we are adding the candy corn I guess that is going to kind of give us another like. Flavor, flavor that, layer. That's, that's going to give us the flavor layer, um, I, I but mean, it's also going to cut body. I kind of like so. Uh, well, honestly, then, then there, that's why. Yeah, yeah. So we should probably drop our. So if we're doing that, I think we should drop the base malt back, and maybe this becomes an American wheat instead because we need something. Uh, so we need something to build that body up because we're basically cutting it off at the legs with all the sugar. That's true. Um, And I'm thinking, yeah, I don't know, like two-ish percent carapils or chit or whatever, like three, two, three percent, something uh, like that. The, uh, yeah, sorry, I got distracted by the chat again. Yeah. This is a very fun chat episode. Yeah, that I can't, um, can't see the chat. Brian, Brian uh, Jones uh, is asking <laughs> if you are dressed as Brian Bryanson. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Brian, I am. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, I wish I could see the chat. <laughs> if you guys can see the camera, it's I'm pointing. It's it's over there on yeah, his. I, know. I don't know. Casey has like nine computers over there. So, um, <laughs> whatever. Anyway, all right. So anyway, all right. got it. So so we're talking about uh, squirrel. Yeah. So we're talking about pulling back the um, like the our main malts and adding more adjuncts, basically. Well, okay. So with with this candy corn in there. I don't know. I, I just, that's that's gonna that sugar's the the yeast is gonna eat the crap out of that. Yeah, and we're gonna be left with vanilla flavoring and gelatin. Basically, yeah. I wonder what that's gonna do to the beer. All right. Beer so all right. So where are we at then? We're we're talking all right, mix so the two and six. Yep. Two and six, and I mean, we probably don't need to. I just think I like, I like I like the I like the layeredness. Like there's there six row definitely has a different flavor than two row. And I don't. I like it, especially in like lighter beers like that. Yeah, that makes sense. Canary-ish. I mean, we're gonna have that candy corn, I guess, flavor in there. But what's basically probably just vanilla. Yep. Probably is what'll pop out. But anyway, moving on. Hops. What are we talking here? Just neutral Magnum Warrior Galena. Or something. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking. I honestly just go straight hop extract with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rose sent me a message. And my costume is Old Bry himself, <laughs> the original. I wear Levi jeans, 
<laughs> I drink Folgers coffee. Okay. Uh, yeah. So hops, uh, just neutral bittering hops. Neutral so. bittering hops, and then I think you know, like maybe a cascade towards the end would. Yeah, something piney would to, be would be cool. Would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then ferment with like 1056 or Calcommon or uh, not not Calcommon, uh, like whatever the San Diego Super Yeast is. You know, like, to do that or like what's that? Uh, what is it? WLP 29 is the German Kolsch. Oh, do a Kolsch yeast on it? Yeah. I mean, then you can go for, like... And then you like, get some fruitiness. It, and then it, especially for, like, people that don't have temp control, that's... I mean, yeah, that's pretty decent. Or then even, like, Calcommon yeast would be good, too. Calcommon would be good, yeah. Talking about maybe mashing in at 150. Um, maybe Or maybe higher for body since there's sugar going in it, I guess. Now yeah, I probably higher. Because, yeah, you're going to... you're You don't need quite as many fermentables because we're adding in the sugar. Yeah. So, so I, I do, like, 156, 158. Let's talk... one. Let's say 156, sparge out at 170, uh, and then, I don't know, chill that to... If you have temp control, 56 is good for a lager or Kolsch yeast. Uh, you know, Calcommon, 68, yeah. and that's fine. Well, so I overestimated how much fun we would have making these. So we're going to do one more because we're at 25 minutes. Oh, geez. Um, and I think the most fun of these would be the Atomic Fireball Oh. to add into a beer. I And and that then I think we could go dark with that. You, you think? think so? Yeah. Well, you could go light or dark. So, so Atomic right. Fireball is capsaicin and cinnamon, if I remember correctly. Um, and it's a hard candy. Where's the notes? Oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah, uh, capsaicin, and it's spicy, it's sweet. Um, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, you could do a blonde ale with this one, too. Like, same recipe, but just throw those. I see, but I, I like, you think so? Like, let's, so, let's so with, 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 with the Atomic Fireball, I'm thinking if we're, do, if we're going that way. Wait, 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 Atomic oh. Fireballs is what, ca- capsaicin and what? Cinnamon. Yeah, so, what, uh, Hang on, hang on, we got, uh, we just, uh, before we move on from the candy corn, um, there is a good idea here, doing a, like, a candy corn and vodka tincture is like a candy corn dry hop. Yeah. In the, in the keg or whatever. That's smart, was that Rose Stinson uh, No, that was Andy. <laughs> Andy, uh, Andy, Andy enters the chat? Andy, well, yeah, he's... Oh, that's uh, Andy, yeah. UK Andy. Yep, yeah, yeah, UK Andy. Uh, I, I really like, I really like that idea. The tincture is fantastic, especially like as just like a final thing to really like push that candy corn flavor home. You know what? I think we're walking into like what, like a mole type of. With the atomic fireball, that's exactly where I was going with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Like a mole like, stout or like, no, a Mexican hot chocolate stout. Like an oatmeal stout maybe. And then. I was thinking more, well, yeah, I was thinking, I was, I see, I was pushing more towards like a uh, milk stout. Yeah, with, okay. Uh, well, with dark chocolate, with uh, dark chocolate, or like cacao nibs and fireball. That works. Fireball. Do it. I, I, I think, I think that, like, you know, like those little circles of Mexican chocolate you can buy? Yes. Like, like that kind of flavor. I'm into I know, it. This is a baseball. Where did he even get that? I don't Jeez, know. He probably squirrel. stole it from the neighbor kid. Probably. That kid, I tell you. Anyway, so where we were talking about a milk stout. So what we're looking at probably like 70-ish percent two row or do you want to mix? No, no. I think that one, because 
because you're not gonna you're not gonna taste the base malt in this at all. Not at all. You're like it's gonna you're gonna get it from the. Your I think adjuncts yeah, and, and our our job here now is to like layer some some chocolate yep. and caramel flavors. Um, I'm thinking uh, what the Simpsons double row or DRC. DRC. Yeah, That's the the cornerstone, the key to a good stout is is D- DRC. Uh, f- I'm I'm feeling we're gonna put the lactose in obviously probably yep. six ish five um, five six percent. I'm thinking a UK chocolate malt. Boom. Uh, like I think pale chocolate good. would be really good. I'm thinking an ADL crystal. Oh yeah. Or caramel malt just depends on what you like to use. It'll add a nice good a nice bit of flavor. Should we talk roasted barley or is that a little much? Because you think that DRC will give well, it? Well, I, I think I think when we add the cacao ne- or cacao nibs in, we're gonna get a lot of uh, roasty chocolatiness right, from that. And ditch, I don't wanna I don't wanna overdo it. Ditch the roasted barley. Uh, we do need fine. something though for more color, and I'm thinking like a carafa three, like dehusk. Yeah, like a deep or or black prince. Yeah, some like yeah, some kind of debittered um, malt. I mean, I'm into it. What about hops? I think we're looking at like a probably into the the thirties or forties for IBU. To I'm I'm thinking honestly, I like something a little. Well, we can get fruitiness from because I, I want like a little bit of like like a little bit of fruitiness. We can probably get that from the yeast. Probably get that from the yeast. What about like nugget or something? Yeah, nugget or the, maybe even like a fuggle. And fuggle at five. Yeah. All right, I'm into it. Yeah, and then when do we add the fireballs in? So in the boil. <laughs> so here, so here's my thing with because it's a hard candy, right? You can run that through a mill you don't care about, and you can get atomic fireball pow, powder. As long as you don't inhale it by accident, that would be. Uh, well, I mean, you could do that. Just don't. Just don't. Don't do it. Wear a mask. Actually, anytime you're grinding grain, you should probably be wearing a mask anyway. It's actually true, yeah. You should. I believe those are the OSHA requirements. You heard it here. Don't inhale. <laughs> Find dust Find particles. Find dust particles. <laughs> <laughs> be safe. We preach safety here. Yeah, uh, yeah. so you, you put the uh, you, you put you put your fireball powder in. Uh, like you use your old like Corona mill that you don't use for anything else anymore, and you run yeah. fireball through it. Uh, your atomic fireballs through it, and you get this powder, and you toss that in. So, uh, but I also like the tincture idea, because mm-hmm. this could quickly overwhelm a beer. True. Do we want to talk about like adding some some vanilla or some like molasses or something? Uh, yeah. I actually molasses is a really good idea. Blackstrap molasses. Yeah. Do do blackstrap <laughs> uh, in the boil, and then make a a uh, fireball tincture. Yeah, and, and then and do that all at about five in the boil. Well, do your fireball tincture at kegging. Oh, ah, okay. Yeah, there you go. Infuse, because, go the because, infusion route. Especially with the capsaicin. You don't like, I don't know if you've ever had fiery hell from Siri. Uh, yeah, from, yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, not, not, like, burned, burned so bad. Jeez. At least the batch that I had, like, was, it, like, it made me cry. Yeast-wise, I'm thinking, um... You uh SO4. Uh I'm thinking oh, yeah. I'm thinking an English ale yeast. Get those get those yeah, those Englishy like that's, toffee, fruity mm-hmm. flavors. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And uh 
mash that bitch in at one. 50, do do high again. You're gonna do high again. I, oh, because you're gonna get more sugar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, you're gonna. We're gonna. Yep. Well, yeah, because we're adding the molasses in. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna cut out. We want to go high, and it's a stout, so we want body. Yes. Actually, awesome. I really kind of want that stout now. It sounds really good. You can. I mean, and then again, if if your cinnamon flavor isn't super prevalent after the boil, and, and you ran out of those fireballs, you can you can always grind cinnamon, um, and vodka. Uh, secondary mix. Yep. Um, so. Yep. Yeah. Those are my thoughts. I think that's fantastic. Those. I, I, so, out of all the candy beers that I've had, those both sound actually drinkable, and it makes me happy. <laughs> God damn, I'm getting I'm getting harassed on Snapchat about my costume too. <laughs> Good, because you're not wearing one. You fuddy duddy. God damn it. It's okay. We're gonna get out of here. Okay. All right. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, show ideas, or what have you, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnerdstudios.com. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnerdstudios or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Peace.